0: House of the Dead, released October 10th, 2003. Our first Uwe Bull movie, Nick. Yep, it sure is. <laughs> I'm Nick Gundall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dill Alvento. And what is this, Nick? This is a tracked mode. It sure is. A everlasting death march through this house that I am
1: in now is a house of the dead because this movie ripped my soul from my corpse. My corporeal form is just marching on endlessly now. Like a zombie. Like Like a a zombie. A
0: a zombie with bad makeup in a low budget video game adaptation made by a shitty German director
1: i don't know that it, him being german has anything to do with it but <laughs> I, I will agree with everything else with this yes this is a new low for us i like the energy coming into this episode is so different than any other we've had and we have had some fucking bad bad movies <laughs> like some I, and i was excited to start recording uve Boll stuff just because of how like Preposterously bad, I know he is that I thought it would be fun. Yes, the notoriety this, is there. Yeah, this wasn't fun. <laughs> this, no, this didn't land on the like so bad it's funny it, it, like spectrum at all. This was just miserable. It opens up feeling like someone with like a personal camcorder, you know, the handy cam that your dad uses is what is in this movie. Uh, Or is what is being used to film this movie. And it never really gets better than that. Um, Even when they do break out some wild technology, which will be fun to talk about. Uh, I hated this. I hated it so much that I'm like stunned
0: still. (laughs) It is crass. It is repetitive. Yes. And yes, it is boring. It is all of these quantifiers that somehow overcome that that gap, that magical gap where it, it like you said, it should be a so bad it's good kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But there's something, it's, it's missing that je ne sais quoi right. that prevents it from being... A, a a troll 2 or a the room or something equivalent to that. It has all the earmarks of those kinds of movies. Low production values, stilted acting, um ridiculous circumstances that the that the actors are reacting to totally straight. Yeah. But it 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 doesn't it doesn't have that life. That is so bad. It's good kind of movie needs. It's really difficult
1: because you mentioned Troll Two. It's difficult to pinpoint why that is funny and this isn't. Because yeah, there there is just this X factor that's missing. That <laughs> I just hated every minute of this. If I were to try to like list its redeeming qualities, it's it's got a few faces that I am like, oh, I remember that person from something else, or you know, something they'll do in the future. Um, and that's neat. It's got uh, some good zombie head explosions occasionally, but more often really disappointing zombie kills. Um, and then no, almost no like human gore, which I thought was really surprising.
0: Yeah. Um, it, except for like the first kill. And then that's it. Like yeah. they, they spent it all on the first time. I'm trying to remember All the right, first more.
1: kill. A lot of this movie has even though we just watched it <laughs> has already blurred for me as well. Was the first kill not the beach where you don't
0: even see the person die? It is the person from the beach. Uh when they go into the titular house of the dead.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. He dies on he doesn't die on the beach. He gets like for Kidnapped. whatever reason disappears off the beach. Yeah. And then later is in the house and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. All right. So you got that one human violent uh, death where a hand literally rips through his chest, uh, and then the rest of the movie, every time a person dies, it's it's like a group of limply pawing zombies kind of surrounds them, and then they all sink down off frame, like yeah. like nope, don't show this. This, it, you know, it's like that school of thought where it's like, oh, it's what you don't see that's scarier. Except you see too much and you know nothing scary is happening. They're just all crouching down out of frame. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's waving their arms around, like, ooga, booga,
0: booga. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. It has some of the worst cuts of any movie I've ever seen, both in like a normal shot to shot sort of transition, yeah. but especially when it does some of the most bizarre things you can imagine a film ever doing, including taking clips from the original video game and just using those as transitions from one scene to the next. I, I uh, was poking around on IMDb while we were watching. Apparently that happens like 36 times in the movie. Um, 20 plus of them happen during a single fight scene. (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> the i'm big so shoot
0: out in the movie i'm so glad someone took time yes. out of their life on yes. this their limited time on this earth right. to <laughs> count the number they're of times they're unraveling mortal
1: coil and they chose
0: <laughs> <laughs> to count the number of times video game scenes were shown in this video game movie adaptation
1: it's it's fucking a disaster of a movie
0: i don't want to talk about it <laughs> can we just can we just not <laughs> all right moving on to the our next movie we'll be watching right, is yeah so so what's the setup here we have uh well first should we say up front that this is pitched as a prequel yes to- it is a setup
1: that is a prequel to the video game that came out in 1996 um and it, it's it's meant to be all a lead up to that um but you don't get any sense of how or why until the very last line of the movie. And then that is, or or next to last line, maybe. uh, And then that is only if you like really know the game and know a character name that will make it tie in together. So like there's nothing in this that says this is the game until then. And you know, zombies are in it, I guess. Sure.
0: Um, Let's take a step back even farther than that. House of the dead. Are you familiar with it? Are you did you play yeah, it? Yeah. What's I've your... played
1: multiple House of the Dead games. Um, I've played Typing of the Dead. I've played uh, the um like Grindhouse remake of House of the Dead. It was like not, it's not even a remake. It's like a an off universe sequel or something like that. Like I have played many House of the Deads. I've played the original House of the Dead in arcades and like for what it is just an on rails shoot dead things coming at you or demony things or whatever they are at different levels. It's very fun for that. Like I I have love yeah. for this franchise. Um this movie in no way reflects any of the core values of this franchise. <laughs> I don't think this franchise has many core values like that Grindhouse 1 uh really gets off of like off topic and then like typing of the dead is a totally different yeah. experience but
0: Uh, Did you know that there was a uh, Game Boy Advance game Pinball of the Dead?
1: (laughs) I think I've heard of that. Yeah, Uh, I haven't played that one. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it is just like Romero zombies for for this movie pretty much the whole way through minus a little bit at the end, Um, whereas the games get wild with all kinds of crazy psychic powers and um, other things that they didn't touch on here.
0: Yeah, I um, I've never played a House of the Dead. Obviously, I've played other on rails arcade shooters like your your time. Cri- I'm a Time Crisis guy, uh, okay. personally, yeah. but I've also stuff. played like Carn Evil and other like yeah, love Carnival. knockoff horror uh, on rails shooter, like gun games. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I've never played this myself, but obviously, it's it kind of speaks for itself in terms of. Genre and trappings mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, all right. So here's the basic setup. Imagine, if you will, once you close your eyes, you're in I, Seattle. I'm not going to reimagine <laughs> this movie. No, okay, you can't okay. make me. <laughs> uh, uh, imagine that you're in Seattle and you hear about this really cool uh, electronica rave happening yeah. on some small island off the, the coast
1: the rave of the century the biggest yes. best rave that you can imagine
0: ignore the fact that when you see footage of this rave it looks like someone's backyard barbecue yeah. family reunion <laughs> like 20
1: people in front of a stage built for two people and a sega banner
0: <laughs> yeah yeah gotta gotta give credit to where the money's coming from yeah um and you're supposed to take a boat out there, but, oh, dang, you missed the boat. Oh, so... man. instead, you find, uh, like, fishing trawler that you're going to uh, uh, hire mm-hmm. to take you to this island. And uh, so that's what a bunch of these, like it, like, a group, they're not, like, teenagers, where the movie, like definitely fashions itself after a friday the 13th style like here's a yeah, bunch of young these are 20 things. yeah yeah um they get on this boat the boat is uh manned by i did not know this but uh apparently ron howard's brother clint howard yes clint howard famously
1: uh, you know in in science fiction and horror films dating back to the 60s and you know like fantastic guy <laughs> clint howard i'm excited to see him uh and then they really didn't use him <laughs> no. he's in a lot of shots a lot of scenes but very
0: underutilized he's um, in his uh, uh gordon fisherman yes. cosplay yes. just yes. With, like giant yellow raincoat and hat uh and then there is the captain of the ship um who goes by the name of kirk and someone's like you mean like captain kirk yeah he only has that name to then deliver that
1: joke to then show how much of a quote unquote badass he is by having him stabbed down with a knife into his own boat to be like, don't call me Captain Kirk. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Okay, but, cool but guy. with that shit all my life.
1: But he is like a known actor as well, famous for dust boot and other things. In fact, they call him a they say like, who's the U-boat captain? And yeah. apparently it's because he played the U-boat captain in dust boot. So like, okay, cool like yeah, yeah. I, not my era of film so i don't really know mm-hmm. him but i'm sure somebody was like oh cool cool to see
0: him yeah jürgen prochnow is that actor's name and mm-hmm. i only know him from beerfest and he plays like the rival like <sighs> like uh, uh, uh kind of uh mentor character for the competing german team <laughs> in gotcha. in beerfest and so but he also plays that very straight like he does in this movie so i think he's usually brought on to play a very like gruff yeah. character
1: right he's just been playing the same character probably ever since 1981 and like, that's all anybody wants him to do yeah people who and are they his just fans ig- ignore
0: you know. genre he just cuts through it and yeah. just plays the same character um so all these attractive young 20-somethings they uh enlist this boat to take them well, out. Dylan, attraction is subjective. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These young, hideous 20-somethings. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That aligns uh, more with my views. <laughs> enlist uh, this captain to take them out. But wait. Here comes Harbor Police. They, da, need da, to da, do, da. they need to do an inspection on this boat. And this guy, basically, one of the leaders of the group. So it's like, what is it? Is it two guys and three women? is uh, like oh for the this, like the people who want to make it to the rave yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and one of them is just kind of like flashing cash all around so he like pays the captain like $500 to take them he's like $500 now and I'll pay 500 when you take us back and then he gives them a couple uh a couple hundred dollars more um when the harbor police gets there it's like we got to inspect the boat <laughs> the, like, how the harbor police take?
1: though like they're in the harbor they're at their their dock yeah um the harbor police don't approach in the way that's like hey we're here to inspect your your boat now they're like on a megaphone from a distance <laughs> yeah. being like don't forget it's your day you gotta get your fucking inspection done it's every third friday of the month don't forget yeah like why are they yelling at him about it and i mean obviously it's because we find out he is in fact a pacific northwest smuggler <laughs> yeah um but but like so they they have this like known relationship with him where he's doing this but if they know that's the case why would they even warn him that they're coming why wouldn't they right. just like fucking shut him down right surprise um, inspection or yeah you know, like dialogue does <laughs> so much lifting in this movie where yeah. it is it is like the opposite of show but don't tell it's tell and never show like Mm -hmm. it's so much of like, well, we need an established relationship between these two. Will that relationship matter? No, it will never really matter, but we need it because that creates something that's like a story. So let's just decide that they say we are always having trouble doing these inspections. So that way, you know that they have some depth.
0: Okay. it's, It's fascinating because what that communicates is that the screenwriters no they've seen a movie before is what that (laughs) well well also like they have a justification for everything in this movie which means Mm. they know where the plot holes are but they're not (laughs) good enough writers to like prevent the plot holes from happening so it's like we just have to we 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 just Just have to talk over them yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just just gloss right right over them your Your ship ship is
1: sinking and all you have is scotch tape what do you do (laughs) yeah make a
0: boat out of scotch tape yeah oh Um. fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's so much better
0: um so they escape harbor police harbor police decides to chase them anyways who are the characters from harbor police it's like the main woman casper casper and and mcgyvers MacGyver's right yes yeah, because the there's no originality <laughs> in any of the characters in this movie no um so they go to this uh rave we get some like r- cuts in inner spliced uh of the rave stuff happening on the island we get <laughs> so, uh it's so nothing <laughs> We get, we get a couple that decides to sneak away from uh, the party, and they go to the beach, and uh, this is kind of the first time you see just how crass this movie gets yeah. with uh, many things, but top of the list is nudity. I was honestly not expecting it. Um, but well, there was
1: there was just at the rave there was someone running around topless too. Oh, was or there? Not, not I, even, I think I look I take away. that back. Not even she running f- around, just standing awkwardly topless. <laughs> okay, like, cool, cool, cool. And there was the camera guy who will show up again later in the movie, who was like pointing a camera at someone's chest from inches away. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. standing there, and that person wasn't like girls gone wilding like dancing and excited for it they were just also standing
0: there. <laughs> yeah they're just trying to have a conversation the guy's like uh-huh uh-huh yeah uh-huh. Yeah.
1: yeah so this movie uh, is crass all the way I, I i we, I mentioned it during this is like a hallmark of uve bowl is just like putting you know like the worst overly sexualized characters or the overly sexually focused characters In his movies and then having them like die because, oh, that's their comeuppance for this. Like it's a it's the horror trope of, you know, if the camp counselors have sex, Jason has to kill them. But but he does it so much. Uh huh. that all it does is tell me that Uwe Boll is a creep <laughs> like there is no doubt in my mind that he is not just like i just want to see some titties so i'm going to hire these girls to take off their tops so that i can see their breasts and then kill them like <laughs> he's so gross or he are the act the characters are so gross that he helps write and direct that i assume it must reflect on him in some way like it's so sure. aggressively
0: like icky yeah very leering yeah. uh but so this woman this other woman also takes off her top and goes yeah not full skinny dipping but
1: yeah she she goes yeah what the rating would allow
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. um and uh the guy chickens out uh he's like oh that water's cold which it's like what yeah. it's like fucking get over yourself it's so lame at and He just lays down on the beach and is
1: like cheering for her swimming
0: like, Hey, yeah. And then a really weird thing happens where he just kind of like immediately passes out after yeah. like taking a swig of his beer, which was he forgot was, which one he roofied. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oops. I was. Oh, oh no. I was going to make a joke about how the, the zombies were roofing people. To, <laughs> no, no, it was to, definitely that guy. <laughs> God. Um, so, yeah, he, like, passes out, and then they keep... So she's swimming in the water, and they keep doing these fucking, like, underwater shots at her, right? Yeah, with, like, like
1: the worst lighting and the worst camera quality.
0: Yeah, and it's all murky, and you can't see shit, but also... Libel's like, I've seen Jaws. I want uh-huh. to do Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. And... You're expecting something to happen, right? You're of expecting course. like someone to like a creature to pop up out of the water, or like her to just like get pulled underneath, and then you just never see her again. Or it's like you know a pool of blood or a corpse or something pops up later. Yeah, and you you're waiting for it, and you're waiting for it, and you're waiting for it, and it never happens. And then they. And then she like she stops swimming. She gets really nervous because she sees like bubbles come out of the water. Uh, which <laughs> like I guess something's it's a cause definitely for concern. under her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she swims back, and the other guy's gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so like, it's, it's, you know, it's genius subversion, uh, that yes. Uwe Boll, uh, <laughs> right. German intellect playing <laughs> yes, in strong yes. here. Ah, German you, modernism. You thought I was going to kill the girl. <laughs> 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 uh, but, but like what we needed was if you're going to subvert us and have us like leaning in, waiting for this tense thing to happen to her, you need something to happen that is dramatic and exciting away from her to be like ah gotcha you know and i don't even necessarily mean a jump scare but just like a sudden shift not she gets a little nervous on the beach she goes back and he's gone and that's it that's the end Mm -hmm. well not literally but you know (laughs) i wish i wish that were the end (laughs) yeah credits the end a film Uh, by uve ball right so the point is he ends up in the house of the dead uh yes somehow Um, and she goes looking for him and when she finds him, uh, it is the only gory kill in the movie. As we've already mentioned a, a whole room full of zombies, kind of unlike any of the other zombies we see in the movie. These are like gross, like, 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 uh, they've got like growths all over them and their eyes are like glowing red and it's dark. Um, they are surrounding her and him, and one of the zombies has his hand through the guy's, like, whole arm through the guy's yeah, chest, yeah. reaching out of his shirt, and they all surround her and grab her, and then we cut away. Um, that's it. That's, like, we, we'll never see anyone die in this movie again in a in a violent, direct right. way. Yeah, um, you, you hear the squelch. It's like...
0: Yeah. It's like... Oh!
1: yeah. Uh, so if, if, you know, that kind of stuff bothers you, this might be the movie for you. I was thinking about that the whole time we were watching, like you are an anti gore audience member.
0: You don't want to see, how did you feel (laughs) about this? I mean, it was so poorly done. It didn't really bother me. Yeah. Uh and then the fact that the rest of the movie didn't have any gore was like yeah. Oh, okay yeah nothing can to make this. you squirm this, this whole movie what no. about
1: when they do eventually fight zombies and their heads
0: pop like balloons that's fine because right. that's it's cartoonish different. and action yeah. yeah no i'm yeah. talking about like entrails kind of stuff like yeah none of that in this being movie. Ev- eviscerated uh i would say there might be more of that stuff in the Resident Evil movie we yes. watched then in this absolutely there is yeah which is wild for a movie with nudity in it that they wouldn't try they to push were, the envelope well,
1: because nudity is cheap
0: <laughs> and that's right yeah absolutely why they did it so
1: the the other group arrives uh they can't quite dock their boat because it's it's too close there, there is no dock actually in the shot uh, but they they kind of just get out on a little um uh i don't know it was like a, a raft yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, and get to shore and uh, Captain Kirk and was it, Salish is the Clint Howard yes. character. Yes. Um, they're like, we're going to unload the boat. You guys go on to your thing. Um, and they go on. And when they get to the actual rave, it's just like no one is there. They pick up a shirt that has like some pink goo on it that I think is supposed to be blood in an Uwe Bowl movie but they be, we don't know as the audience because it isn't blood like clearly it's pink goo yeah, it's and very the, fake and the characters don't know either and i just love this idea that they do eventually show that this rave was attacked by a horde of zombies but no one dropped a drip of blood on the
0: yeah <laughs> like, yeah very clean immaculate zombie <laughs> yeah. killings
1: uh, so like everybody's confused and then everybody gets horny um a uh, couple characters go off in different directions. One uh, pairing ends up trying to to get down in a tent. Um, uh,
0: wait, excuse me. I think you mean that they were going to do the bumpity humpity.
1: <laughs> yeah, the writing. <laughs> uh, it's so uncomfortable. It's so awfully like non-sexy every time someone talks about doing anything sexual in this movie. Yeah. It's just painful. Um, And uh, so we we basically just have excuses for everyone to split up here. Um, The only key points that really matter are that Salish and Kirk are unloading a box of uh, some kind of supplies off of their boat that they're like, hey, the coast, I guess Coast Guard. I think they do call them Coast Guard at some point. The Coast Guard is probably going to come after us since we ditched them at the dock we need to hide this box of illicit goods that we're not going to tell you what they are that Dylan totally called while we were watching exactly what it was. Yep. We need to hide this. We'll bury it on the beach and we'll come back in a week when the heat has off and, you know, come get it and sell it. But that just led me to wonder what the fuck could you be smuggling in the Pacific
0: Northwest?
1: <laughs> like what's, <laughs> what is worth smuggling there? Yeah. And we um,
0: proposed a uh, 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 maple syrup, from from canada yeah from go up to north. canada get their illicit maple syrup that you can't get yeah. down here and this smuggle is 100 percent raw pure maple the fda has been up my ass for years <laughs> but they have no idea what i'm smuggling just, in just smoking the cigar like ah, yeah. they'll never catch me yeah
1: um so that's their plan uh and then uh i guess i can't quite remember where they meet the other characters
0: when stuff starts popping off that happens way later down the line i believe okay Uh, we gotta have some more useless action slash like discovery scenes the first person they meet is casper because casper decides
1: to get off the boat and they do this without actually having any scene on the coast guard boat it's just a distant shot of the boat and voiceover of casper talking to macgyvers we haven't seen either of these like characters in No, we've seen Casper in person at the... But like
0: from a distance still, like even on the dock.
1: And so she's like talking in voiceover and she's like, let me off over here and I'll go around the other side of the island and sneak up on them uh, so they don't see our boat coming. And MacGyver is like, you don't want me to come with? And she just goes, nah, I'll be fine. She brings a shitload of guns with her though (laughs) she is planning to have a shootout with this guy who she was showing up for her scheduled inspection like she was like i know this is going to go down onto this friday's inspection i'm gonna have to murder this motherfucker she
0: she's going to most dangerous game this dude
1: (laughs) yeah um so when when horny people are having their their horny times on the yeah they're humpity the, bumpity they're humpity bumpitying um one, one of them needs to go take a leak he's ruining the sexual experience he's 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 sullied their moment he has to <laughs> he's, leave he's
0: he's forgotten how to get out of a tent yeah. somehow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's like i got to pee. pee yeah he's going to pee in the fucking corner of the tent like some <laughs> deranged animal
1: yeah it's so like inhuman how these people behave um but he goes he finds himself in the uh like outhouse um which gets oh so no they do meet the other guys first yes okay because yeah they all kind of come together here with casper oh
0: i thought when you said the other guys i thought you meant reuniting with the captain
1: no no no. i mean um the other characters whose names completely fail me (laughs) well there's Liberty. Oh, Rudy! In, okay, yes, in
0: Liberty, Liberty yeah. Mutual.
1: Yeah, uh, Liberty dressed in her like one-piece bathing suit, American flag. Yeah, Ru- Rudy who swings an axe at one of the group members when they find him from behind a door. That the person who is walking through the door doesn't see, but someone outside shouts, Watch out Yeah. (laughs) Somehow, without being able to see in at all.
0: This movie has no continuity
1: whatsoever. It's it's a mess.
0: Like there was no one like in the editing bay. Well, I mean, by the editing bay it would be too late, but like looking at the dailies it'd be like, Hey, this shit doesn't like Yeah. You need you need some connective tissue here to like connect or like you need to reshoot this, this doesn't make sense.
1: And then there's the Girls Gone Wild guy is also there. Yes, um, with the
0: camcorder yeah
1: and they're like so they tell the the couple people who've branched off and found them that uh that like the island's overrun by the undead like zombies are yeah. here and we're in trouble they killed everyone here's some footage of titties oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> here's some footage of everyone dying um that we don't
0: get to look at ourselves
1: as no. audience members yeah but we assume is everyone in the rave being
0: murdered yeah, they're like, they're like, you have to believe, because at this point, they're still like, zombies, that's not real. Like, you're making that up. It's like, no, no, look at this footage. And then they proceed to not look at the footage. Yeah, both and just talk it, about it. Just talk about it to one another. And then we also do not see the footage. But we do get to hear it. We get to hear screams and
1: stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, again, Uwe Bola's school of, sh- of tell, don't
0: show. You're not yeah. allowed to see anything yeah um, what is this a visual medium i don't think so yeah. this is a radio play i gotta explain right. everything to you yeah
1: and and here we are on the podcast continuing in that tradition
0: <laughs> this oral tradition of yeah. talking about terrible terrible stories talking
1: about stuff and not showing it
0: yeah we um, are the modern orson wells oh here. i thought you were
1: gonna say we're the modern new people
0: <laughs> i mean that's if i wanted to be honest with myself that would be the more yes. accurate portrayal but
1: um so we still haven't seen a zombie <laughs> ah, the with, video game movies. With any of these living characters, they come together back to the um back to where the horny people are. Yeah. And, back to the rave. And they find their buddy who is uh covered in shit because he was in a <laughs> porta potty when he had to leave his sexy times to go piss. Yeah. Uh, and the zombies apparently off-screen show I keep saying it wrong. Cause I want to say show, don't tell. That's the thing you're supposed to do. Tell, don't show. We didn't see him get attacked. He just says, all these people came and banged on the thing and pushed me over, which h- him having that perspective of it, him not assuming they're zombies. I do actually like, um, but he's, he's covered in shit. And then they're like, where he's like, where's my girlfriend. And then she emerges having been turned into a zombie. She's been attacked off screen. Uh, and she runs up to the, the girls gone wild guy, grabs his chin and just like yanks it and snaps his neck so they're super strong these zombies have impossible strength a one hand chin grab to breaking a neck incredible why don't they ever use it anywhere else they can punch through a person's chest they can snap a neck but they never do anything super strong at any point later in the movie uh, because, I, like you just said, no continuity.
0: No continuity, and I think also in that regard, it might also be like it's going to be really hard to keep these characters alive if yeah, well, all these zombies can do that.
1: Good news, everyone is like crazy martial arts and like <laughs> secret, <laughs> <Yeah>. like secret <laughs> military experience, and everything else is about to be revealed. Uh, yeah. So, cat, this is where Casper shows up with her crazy armament of weapons and blasts the the girlfriend away. And uh then is like, I don't understand how zombies are here, but let's go let's go get off this island. Let's go back to your boat and and leave.
0: Yeah. It takes her no time at all to just buy into yes. like okay, zombies. Whereas some people are like, that doesn't seem possible, yuck yuck, even though right. they've seen like multiple undead people try to murder them. Yes,
1: exactly. Um also I feel like the time of day shifts here, because that felt like a scene that wasn't that dark, but then we cut to kirk on his boat it's
0: and like it's like black.
1: yeah it's like middle of the night and he hears something and gets a little concerned salish is missing his clint howard buddy is missing so he pulls the desert eagle out and the first sign of movement which so easily could have been salish <laughs> like so yeah. easily could have been like i fell off the boat and i'm trying to come back up look he just fucking blasts it he doesn't waste
0: a second look captain kirk takes no prisoners
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and then we have this prolonged scene of him just shooting like whack-a-mole style <laughs> one by one every zombie coming up on his boat which and this is from imdb as well but from the goose section of imdb and it's so fucking obvious i think we would have caught it if i didn't read it as we were watching the scene yeah you you see the same exact like person in zombie makeup the exact same get up die four plus times being shot in the head, (laughs) falling into the water, and then he gets up on the other side and it's meant to be a different zombie. Like It would be such a funny gimmick if it was the same zombie. (laughs) I'm
0: going to get you. Oh, oh, you got me. And it pops up again. I'm Ah! not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Yeah. (laughs) You thought you got me.
1: Yeah. Instead, it's literally just meant to be different zombies, but they only had one guy in a suit, you know, or like a handful of guys in a suit, so they just reused the one over and over. And then that same zombie shows up at least four other times in other scenes. Yeah. So they all get together. Um, lots of characters do foolish things and die. And that is like a, a recurring cycle through this movie. Is somebody does something stupid, imperils somebody's life, somebody dies. Uh, Liberty dives into the water with just a knife uh, to save someone who she'll never reach and manages to fight off zombies with just the knife uh, but then that guy, I guess, gets, like, f- spit on by, by an acid zombie, which, <laughs> you know, no rules, no consistency. No. Um. Anyways, <laughs> there's too many little things to talk about here. But the point is we get to, yes, uh, the smugglers do have a solution. Let's go find our box that we hid in the woods because guess what? I have Cuban cigars and a shitload of guns. Yeah. Let's take those guns and get to shelter. Since we, why didn't they just leave? What
0: was their reason for not leaving? Did they give one? They did. They 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 told us that uh, they couldn't get back to the boat uh, because when they tried going in the boat, like you were talking about, like there were a bunch of zombies that overtook the boat and. But they killed is... them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they were like, oh, but we don't know if there's still things out there in the water. Or also, we don't know if we got all the zombies on the boat.
1: Why don't they go get the guns and go back to the boat and shoot their way to the boat and leave instead of shooting too their much... way into the sense, horde? Nick. They instead decide to t- get all the guns and go inward to the house on the island that is surrounded by hundreds of zombies. <laughs> like, what are they thinking? Uh, So, yeah, they do that, but for some reason when they get there, this is the scene of the movie. I mean, this is what the whole movie yeah, was built made up for, too. which is there are maybe like actually 20 people in zombie costumes, but they re reuse them so many times to stand in for deaths as all of these 20-somethings who are completely incompetent at the worst rave in the world suddenly become expert expert masterful sharpshooters and martial artists and sword slingers and everything else uh, and they fight their way through the zombie horde into the house only losing uh Casper who mm-hmm. uh only dies <laughs> because she stops to kill macgyvers who we haven't even seen in the movie yet who yeah. shows up and she's like <gasps> and blasts him away <laughs> and while she's shooting him gets bitten by someone else
0: i i do want to take a beat here and okay and slow down just a second to discuss this scene a little bit because there is a lot that happens here There's so much
1: and it, it is a
0: 10 minute shootout literally yeah. and it's not the point-to-point action i want to discuss but i want to discuss some of the logical choices and yes. let me say illogical choices yes. that this movie makes so they come upon the house the proverbial house of the dead again there's a bunch of zombies and they all have been decked out with weapons from captain kirk's weapons cache they then decide to fan out in this graveyard set that is in front of this house mm-hmm. to try to eliminate the zombies There is no way that they wouldn't have accidentally shot or dismembered or maimed each other somehow because they get all of them. All of them get surrounded by zombies at different parts. So if you're just shooting willy nilly, there's no way you're not going to fucking hit someone. And multiple of them have automatic weapons that they are just like fanning in wide bursts yes. over at people. They would have
1: absolutely shot each other. Like they killed, they would have killed themselves and the movie would have been over there. Like every one of them would have killed the, each other. It's so wild. And then this is also where we have the 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 fantastic matrix shots. <laughs> yes. That was the other thing I needed to bring up. Yeah. Uh, um so this this kind of camera technology is like a, it's a turntable uh, for 360 shots so you like just rig the camera on a on a metal arm and like spin it around someone really fast and you know while you're recording that it's taking picture 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 as it goes and gives you a cool 360 effect i think it's a perfectly like serviceable effect to do one thing with right but they use it for every character to have a moment yes. and every character having that moment is mostly not in sequence with what they're doing at the time they use the shot. It's just like forced in, like it's a music video cut instead of, um and by the way the music in this movie (laughs) what a treat this is when they have a song written for the movie that is the subtitle was just like incoherent (laughs) like
0: yes yes. the closed captions literally said incoherent (laughs) man
1: yeah incoherent man um but uh like so someone will be like like firing off their guns and there's like a zombie coming up behind them and and this literally happens with Liberty like ducking it and shooting that zombie as it like charges over top of her or whatever and that that could be like where you stop the footage and slow it down and do the 360 of her like ducking down and shooting up at this thing instead mm-hmm. you see that zombie starting to run up on her and then it's just a hard cut to her in a totally different space with totally yeah. different zombies. And she's getting her 360 shot. And then after her 360 shot, come back to the sequence of the zombie jumping over her shoulder and her shooting that in regular real time. And it's it's baffling. It's but I,
0: definitely I, supposed to be like video gamey in a sense, right? Because they also do it. Be. Yeah, yeah it's because they also do it with with character death so like right before this one of the characters uh gets killed um and he does like this scream and then the screen flashes white and comes up and it has that low angle 360 shot and it circles around him and then it does like a flash of red on the screen and then like the james bond intro blood trickle
1: because it's even worse than what you're describing they do the flash of red and then they cut To someone else who just watched him die and the blood trickles leaving that scene to bleed into the next scene. So it's it doesn't even like this cartoonish blood trickle thing as a transition effect doesn't even happen where it would make the most sense for even that bad effect to exist. Like in the most video gamey moment, it happens just with somebody watching it is incomprehensible how amateur this fucking movie is <laughs> that it got made and launched a person's career to make eight more
0: movies. I I, I struggle to comprehend the reality. I mean, we live launch in. like like yes, like he was able to make additional projects. Like his career didn't die. It should have died at, here. At, at, no, I'm no in total can watch agreement. a
1: clip of this movie and think this person needs to make more movies. Like there, this was there.
0: There has to be a fascinating study, and there's that Uwe Boll documentary, which maybe at some point, maybe yeah, we we watch and talk about that, like maybe w- when we're old and decrepit from watching <laughs> all of these Uwe yeah. movie movies, yeah. But he either has to have like a silver tongue to like convince people to continue to give him money, or this well, is just an it's era. tax credits. Oh yeah, well they, they, yeah, there's like there's probably like a business like a cheap business opportunity here and it's they're never like the biggest name video game properties right like what's the biggest one he does dungeon siege blood that's so
1: small i feel like almost like far cry uh let's i mean what else has he done i guess that's really the key postal (laughs) yeah they are you're right though they're they're all low end yeah like little known properties except for alone in the dark maybe
0: does that count as maybe yeah, his biggest yeah, one yeah maybe which is ironically the one right after this so yeah <laughs> someone someone saw this is like yeah yeah we need to get this guy
1: yeah. uh, he's the one to bring the vision of our deeply like <laughs> uh, existential game into yes. the world our psychological
0: um, horror game
1: yeah um Wow. But, what a what a guy uh so uh i wanted to talk about that camera effect though like it's so clear that he got access to that rig and was like use it use it use it use it like do it as much as you can this is the coolest thing in our movie um but i i found out this is the last movie that that camera setup, the turntable was ever used in because Uh. it caused so many actor injuries and deaths what <laughs> that that it was like the industry was like get rid of this thing and Uwe Boll was like use it in every shot you can get <laughs> like yeah. the, in- the the greater population of directors was like this is terrible we can't have this thing hurting people and Uwe Boll swung the opposite direction with it and it was like i don't care if these fucking people die who cares about them they're not actors <laughs> I,
0: think, I, think, I think that tells you everything you need to know about him yeah absolutely uh, and he probably got him at like a you know
1: it's one of the door- other directors who had access to it offloading it because it fucking is yeah, a death yeah, yeah, yeah. trap
0: yeah <laughs> Got like a doorbuster buster price
1: uh, good lord uh, so they get into the house we have some more horny scenes some more of like uh, I'm dying because one of the, the, the Kirk got bitten at an earlier part in the movie, and he's like, "I'm dying. You got to leave me behind and go explore." I'm dying. You have to leave yeah. me behind. <laughs> if only. Um, they. Oh, uh, they. <laughs> they questioned Kirk at one point. They're like, "Salish." Uh, Clint Howard was like, "This island is cursed and it's bad." Before they went there, and everybody didn't take him seriously and uh now that he's gone they're asking Kirk like what was he talking about um and it's like oh it's just an old wives tale that like a spanish prisoner was being taken here which so many questions about what? how yeah, many let's... spanish prisoners were in the pacific northwest yeah
0: let's talk about geography for a second
1: yeah um but a spanish prisoner was on a ship here in like the 1800s and managed to kill his captor Um, and wreck the ship on this island off the coast of seattle
0: (laughs) washington um and uh and i will name this place uh,
1: seattle well he he named it like isla del morta or something right like island of the dead um and and i guess like that's the end of the story there but then they um they find this book which the goofs section on IMDb calls this out as well. It's supposed to be the ship's log from the captain that he killed. But like who wrote the log then of him <laughs> killing? Did he go in and scribble that in after?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then I died. <laughs> the end.
1: Yeah. And also it's from the 1800s. But if you look at that shot closely, the pages are all like printed yeah, it's off Im- of a immaculate. computer. Immaculate. Oh, it's, really? It's printed. It's not handwritten. It's <laughs> so oh my god (laughs) so that's just beautiful um but yeah and the book itself is like not aged enough yeah like it like you were saying um so so, uh they read the book a little bit further and i guess like it confirms that like that guy got here and then was like seeking immortality He, he managed to create elixirs of some kind or find a mutation in blood or something that would make him live forever um And that's obviously led to the zombies, right? Like immortality has made them immortal and ever hungry for flesh. I guess that's what happened. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so they find like a lab with like all kinds of like 1950s science fiction, you know, (laughs) jars and (laughs)
0: again found you know the bargain bin of the Hollywood prop yeah warehouse.
1: Uh, And they find a man. This is the most like um Chekhov's gun like set up in delivery in basically the same breath where they find a whole cask of uh gunpowder and they're like oh there's gunpowder here but it's useless to us because someone would have to stay behind to ignite it no one's ever heard of like lighting a trail of gun. like (laughs) you could do something with that you
0: you could make it impromptu fuse or something
1: but they don't consider that at all they just say it's useless to us and (laughs) then (laughs) <laughs> then in like two seconds later the zombies break in and somebody gets grabbed and he points his gun at the gunpowder and it's like get out of here so that they can set up and then deliver the exploding gunpowder yeah. blowing up all the zombies outside
0: and, and it's the uh the fucking uh guy that got acid spit on him yeah. from earlier in the movie who was like they his backstory is that he's an underwear model so right. he's probably super vain he's like I have I have no reason to live down I'm so yeah. disfigured I'm a freak and it's yeah. like
1: this tiny little patch on his cheek that could probably be grafted over even in 2003's medical technology and he would be fine like you know just the idea that he's like life isn't worth living because I have a tiny little mark on my cheek is so disgustingly vain But whatever of course he had to die um but they the other characters who are still alive at this point mostly being picked off one by one escape into some tunnels underground get attacked by some spanish conquistador zombies and then eventually get saved by that first guy who died with the 360 camera greg um who who like stabs through a zombie and is like come with me into this you know gated off area in this basement look at my cool cloak (laughs) Yeah, it swirls the cloak around him. They follow him, and I didn't even get exactly what was happening here until afterwards, but they they follow him in. The girl's like, How did you survive? We thought you saw you you know someone saw you die or whatever. And he doesn't say anything. The other guy, Rudy, is exploring and finds someone whose face is meant to be peeled off because it's just like all muscle tissue. Oh. But it's so clean that it looks i mean it is a mask and looks like a mask but like it's you know it's not like raw and red like you literally just rip someone's face off and then greg rips off his face and it's just a mask and he's this like stitched together zombie man underneath but the idea that he would, you could put someone's face over top of your face, and it would make yeah. you look exactly like that person <laughs> in a Mission Impossible style, like and super mask,
0: like super disfigured, and, and like droopy. Like mil- yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Greg. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, what is the logic there? The like cartoonish Scooby Doo logic. Yeah. Um, so Greg turns out to be the original prisoner who has made himself immortal. He he could not die for all these years. He has command over the other zombies, and he is going to uh, pick apart Rudy's body to use his body for, I don't know if it's his own staying alive or just to make another zombie of some kind. Mm-hmm. And he's also super horny for the girl because she's a girl. Like, <laughs> um, your, fl-
0: your flesh is so supple and yes. beautiful. I, I liked it.
1: Licks her face and shit. Um and that grosses her out enough to like throw him off and Rudy throws off his zombies and they stab each other and they run out of there. How do they blow up this room? Oh, they have a grenade. Oh, right. They just happen to- oh yeah, this is a goof as well from IMDB. Because Greg died in the scene before they get the grenades. Oh, but they pull a grenade but off. They his pull body. a grenade off of Greg's body and throw it at him. Um, so like, that's just how did the fuck
0: did Greg find a grenade? Oh, he, well, I'm going to argue against this because he's definitely he definitely has a grenade on his person when he gets killed. I remember seeing that because really? I remember him. Yes, because I remember So, how did he get that? before I guess they Casper found- gave him one because him him and casper are the ones that Casper's split off by the, themselves yeah. Yeah. yeah um she but just yeah, gave no, him here take this grenade i i i remember <laughs> it sticks out in my head because yeah. i remember him running from the zombies i'm like you have a fucking grenade he <laughs> used the grenade
1: incredible uh incredible well, so he did that was set up and paid off i guess <laughs>
0: wow you know what i take everything uh, everything genius everything Ball. <laughs> genius. ball yes.
1: yeah um Okay, so they, they blow up the, the basement, they get outside, they're like, whew, that was close, now let's tell some 90s style jokes in this early 2000s movie, like, hey, at least somebody wanted you for your body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit, he's still alive, the zombie guy comes out, not even like, like charred or anything, just comes out of the smoke. Yeah, he's like, I'm fine. fine. Um, and then has a sword fight, uh, Rudy gets knocked out, the girl is left there, what's her name?
0: Do we remember? Um, it's not Cynthia because that was the other one. That was okay. the Leia did the next snap.
1: Uh, this is Alicia, yes, or Alicia, depending. I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll say Alicia. She turns out to be an amazing Spanish sword fighter. They're, her style is impeccable. Uh, she goes toe to toe with this guy for a few minutes until he does manage to stab her directly in the heart dropping her to the ground just as Rudy wakes back up and capitalizes on that moment to use his axe to cut off the head of zombie guy, Spanish zombie guy. But then Spanish zombie guy is immortal, so his body can operate without a head. So while his head is on the ground pissed off, his body starts choking out Rudy, only for, I guess, Alicia, who has at some point been made immortal, although we never experience when, Gets up with the hole in her heart and manages to save Rudy somehow. I, I don't remember how. I, somehow she kills. Oh, the, oh, she she, oh, she, mashes, she steps just, on the head. Yeah,
0: she yeah, yeah curb stomps the head, which is also a fight. Like that's probably the second most gory part of yeah. the movie. Yeah, because it's just like she smashes the head. The head like splits like a watermelon, but <laughs> the, guy the eyeball also, like, pops sticks, out. Sticks his tongue out. It's like. <laughs> um
1: yeah and then all of this happens in just enough
0: time for the government to show up now like after that happens for the umbrella corporation to swoop in and yeah sweep the whole thing under the rug um so
1: so many questions about this finale so they they step down and the operative from the government is like i'll take g with me g is I am. I'm like 99% certain without looking it up. G is like the big demon villain thing in the actual game. Like at the end of the game, and he's like psychic mm-hmm. powers and flies around. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure they're just setting up that like this government agent it gets experimented on and becomes G at some point, or maybe willingly do- goes into it. But then they're like, I never caught your name, and he's like Rudy, Rudy Curian, which. Again, you have to know something about the game for that line to mean anything. So, if you've watched this movie, I mean, God, if you've made it this far in this movie, I guess you don't—you have no sense of anything, or you—you <laughs> must be forcing yourself through. Um, but Curian is, I guess, the doctor who like kicks off the the big zombie army in the actual games. So the, the hero, I don't know if you want to call him that, the main protagonist of this movie, maybe the, the surviving male lead uh, and his, his his lady counterpart um, seemingly kick off the zombie apocalypse in House of the Dead, uh, the video game.
0: Is it an apocalypse? Like, I know so little I, about I the don't video not I, I don't know
1: how... I, I would say it gets to apocalyptic levels, certainly in some of the later material, but, like... I also don't know how canonical any of it is when is pinball of the dead canonical. It's really (laughs) hard to say. (laughs) I'm going to say
0: that's the most canonical and we should only use that as the basis for any future house of the dead storytelling. (laughs) Yes.
1: Uh, So there's our big reveals. There's our movie.
0: (sighs) I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I have to commend your like brute force the triumph of the will forcing yourself like you're just like we're going i'm not stopping for anything yeah <laughs> to recap this movie we're fucking going i just had to get to the end yeah uh we didn't even bring up the very weird thing that happens at the end of the big major fight in the graveyard where rudy witnesses liberty die <laughs> Yeah.
1: and he's and just then, like oh, i don't like her that much i guess
0: but also he has a complete internal like struggle where he yeah, relives what was that he relives the entirety of it plays the, like the, the fight. whole fight
1: backwards
0: yeah it like and
1: super sped up and i almost thought it was going to be like fucking sherlock holmes like when he like plans <laughs> out a palace. fight yeah. yeah i thought it was going to be like that whole fight hasn't happened but he's just foreseen it and now he can change the way it goes yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. I, and i was like what is he super powered it but instead it plays the whole fight backwards and then comes back again to the present time and we get another 360 camera angle for the Uh, for liberty dying and she's dying like being pulled down by zombies like everyone else like fully surrounded but for her 360 camera just like everyone else she's like isolated alone and has her arm out and like hooked down in a weird way almost like when a video game character t poses out of like you know the model just rigging not working properly yeah and i I almost wondered if that was intentional i because i can't imagine why her arm would be out like that any other reason like you know
0: i was expecting when rudy was like reliving the entirety of the fight he was like getting like supercharged like yeah kinda, like yeah activating something like not literally not like magical but he powers was gonna or rage anything. out and start yeah, killing yeah, yeah and save her because because he's so fed up instead he does we watch that entire thing happen way too like there should be epileptic warnings in this movie because yes. like there's a lot of flashing lights in it but he relives the entire events of of the fight and and then just stands there and watches her die regardless
1: yeah but then immediately starts shooting other zombies proving he had the bullets to do something about it yeah he i, I don't know if it was supposed to just be like this is what shell shock looks like you know to
0: to uve bowl's visionary eye yeah we cannot <laughs> we cannot hope to understand the genius no. yeah of Uwe Boll. <laughs> try as we might
1: um my god I, so th- what i what i have learned is that there is a re-release of this movie and i'm almost tempted to say we should watch it oh my god like um, wait is it like a it, I recut? Mean, it is literally the worst It is recut it is the director's cut version um which not only is like <laughs> not only is more self-aware i guess but s- or or maybe that's the it reports purports purports itself to be self-aware, but is so bad that it is filled with like fart sound effects and stamped on the cover of the DVD is funny version. Oh Uh, no. It, yeah, it is. It is a, (laughs) a version of this movie. It opens with Uwe ball being kidnapped and having his eyes forced open as somebody plays this movie for him to be forced to watch um, I, I mean, part of me really wants to see it. And the other part of me thinks I wouldn't survive it.
0: <laughs> I am. Yeah. So curious. This also seems like something that might not be easily accessible.
1: Right. You have to like find the DVD.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, do it. Maybe sometime in the future, if we're, if we're feeling desperate, if you're like, yeah. I really need more Uve Ball in my life, <laughs> yeah. We can, well, we can when we're this well out.
1: past the other Uve Balls, maybe we'll think about it. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, it's on
0: the Internet Archive.
1: Oh man, I I still stand by what I just said. When we are well past the other Uve Balls, when <laughs> when there are no more Uve Balls
0: to torture ourselves with. Uh huh. Oh, the mm-hmm. funny version might just be the the director's commentary one. We were talking about the director's commentary.
1: And then yeah, there is that which cracks me up, is that there is a director's commentary. Uh no, I think I think there is a director I mean, maybe they're the same DVD, but I don't think the funny version is okay. just him talking over it. I think it is a recut version of this movie. Um that like points out, you know, how silly it is and that kind of thing through the cuts.
0: He's but like, also- I really wanted to name the ship captain captain kirk i thought that was very funny it was it was this grand commentary (laughs) on the history of star trek and our 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 historical our our cultural aspirations for this utopian society and how we failed so miserably
1: (laughs) oh god i would hate that if he got pretentious about this movie i mean part of me would love it because of how ridiculous it is but I, i just can't imagine i can't imagine he had a vision i think the, the person who wrote the movie because you did point out this wasn't just written by Uwe Boll, he had help the, the the writer of the movie completely disavows it he's like this isn't even what i wrote this is garbage this is terrible they changed everything i want to know what that was <laughs> they
0: ruined my vision
1: right like like did his vision include the rave to begin with because i'm sorry he already fucked up no matter what if it does uh or was it something completely, completely different and they just kept his name on it? Like, I really want to know.
0: I don't think the rave part is inherently... I think having <laughs> your fucking horror movie start with
1: 20-somethings in skimpy clothings being horny at a rave, like, like that premise sucks. <laughs> it's I mean, awful. It does.
0: It's Yeah. I mean, I, I think from a more zoomed out perspective, the idea of, like young attractive people or ugly depending on your perspective uh um Thank you. <laughs> like getting get, like doing classic sl- slasher movie style friday the 13th like i think there's nothing inherently wrong with that like yeah like you could change out the trappings of like how to get the people to the island or whatever mm-hmm. but i think like i think they were just trying and failing to like find a good way to go about that um but yeah, who knows? There's yeah. a second one of these that we get to look forward to.
1: I know. I hate it. I hate the idea of that. I hate that anyone saw this and was like, ooh,
0: yeah, you know what? A sequel. This 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 was good enough that it deserves a second chance. I mean, on the plus side, second one, not directed by Uwe Boll.
1: All right. Well, that's something. So Dave Parker was the writer who said they, they butchered his baby. Let's see what else he has written that maybe could could help us understand
0: (laughs) Uh, the insight. Yeah.
1: I mean, the problem is I'm looking at this list and I don't recognize a single thing to compare it to. It looks like he does a lot of kind of horror adjacent things portals to hell corner of your eye, alien highway, psycho granny for the love of Halloween twin sanity, (laughs) but like nothing. I, and I love horror and I love bad horror and still this is like out of my realm of knowledge at all requiem for krypton a documentary about making superman returns okay
0: all right yeah he has a lot of like uh, uh comic Doc- stuff in here
1: documentary shorts too lots of those okay
0: all right whatever well like you could, i yeah. mean like his his chops like i, I don't know like it's I didn't expect him to be some like award-winning sure. genius screenwriter ended up be like on the
1: Uwe Boll movie.
0: <laughs> right. Um but I think I think it's valid for you to disavow some of your work if like you feel like it's been Chopped taken out up of context. Too much. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I mean you know that's the cla- it's there's there's the screenwriters script and then there's the, the director's script, right? And the director basically has like final say slash carte blanche to like edit the script that he receives from the writers as he sees fit to fit the context of right whatever he's
1: creating um and then the, i mean really movies are made in editing too so like <laughs> this movie <laughs> the way it is edited is i mean it's it's so incoherent and atrocious like it's it borders on experimental but also by someone who just doesn't understand how audiences perceived time or something i don't understand i, I don't know um yeah. i think i think we have to end it there i can't go on anymore no. about this movie
0: yes uh you've uh once again gritted your teeth yes. and managed to to uh consume i was about to say enjoy but that's not the correct word no <laughs> no <laughs> managed to, to uh uh withstand yeah another another video game movie I so overall survived. Nick, you said uh you love it right
1: yeah i think that's what i said 16 times away.
0: okay all right cool you see i'm walking
1: away what? no no no, no, no.
0: <laughs> um, like uh, you're Nick walking seems away have left the uh, <laughs> podcast you're walking away with that impression uh metaphorically from the movie mm. uh that you love mm. it mm. um are you ready for our next movie no, <laughs> not after this. I'm not ready for
1: anything other than like a nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A cold shower. Maybe. Yeah. Something. 16 uh, years of like reevaluating my life. and <laughs> said,
0: A long ponderous look out of one yeah. of your windows with your arms clasped behind your back. Yeah. Like in a depression commercial. This is, um, this is
1: like the movie that makes you just give up on society and move into a lighthouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what I do now.
0: I yeah, can't yeah, handle yeah. The, the world uh I've disavowed all my my earthly possessions and yeah. i just i just i tend to this I can't risk something hurting me like this again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to disconnect the emotional toll. It's too heavy. uh we'll next be watching um the uh video game short film Run the Gauntlet for the video game Driver Three. Oh uh, fuck! Re- I thought it was going to be
1: Gauntlet, and I was like, "Well, that sounds kind of
0: rad." No, <laughs> a, a metaphorical running driver three, driver three. I'm I'm not familiar with the Driver series. I know Driver San Francisco, but I've never played, played any of them.
1: Here's all I can tell you about Driver. I had Driver on PS1, I think, first PlayStation, uh, and I never, never, ever escaped the tutorial. <laughs> I played. Wow literally like 10 out well no that's probably an extreme two hours of tutorial and never could understand how to play it and gave up and that was like nine-year-old
0: me so (laughs) there you go and my whole experience with driver hopefully we can escape the grasp of this movie when we watch it next time